You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. Today's Biz Tip Friday edition is how to slide into your prospects' DMs to make more sales. So stay tuned. I'm James Wedmore, and after building a multiple seven-figure internet business around my content and expertise, I became obsessed about transforming the struggling course creator, coach, and author into the inner-driven digital CEO. In this segment, we'll explore specific actionable strategies that you can deploy today to get you paid. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast, Biz Tip Friday edition. Wow, Jasmine, you've really made it when we use your voice and likeness as part of the intro. I feel, I mean, you're just like, it is literally like special sauce on top of a special cake. Like I just might explode. I might explode. You've made, you've made me really happy. Yay. <laughs> well, good. Uh, you've made me really happy as well of our, as our listeners. So thank you for coming on. This is Jasmine Week. If you haven't tuned in by now, this is my third episode with the one and only Jasmine Star. On Monday, we did this amazing hour-long episode talking about her journey, her growth, her evolution from the entrepreneur to digital CEO and how she's transformed to grow an amazing, extraordinary business. She's grown up by leaps and bounds. Then if you tuned into us on Wednesday, we detailed and case studied one of her most recent launches, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how no matter how bad or ugly it went, she still made it good. And it was an amazing episode. So if you haven't watched those, I am going to recommend, it really doesn't matter, but I am going to recommend you watch them in chronological order. And by watch them, I mean listen to them, <laughs> right? So that we can get you all teed up and ready for today. Today's episode, and especially our Friday segments, is all about giving you the bite-sized, tangible, actionable things that you can do in your business like today. Or maybe take the weekend off and then Monday morning, go to work on those things in order to make mo money, honey. So today is no exception. Jasmine's laughing at me. I wasn't sure if I should be on mic yet. I'm like trying to stifle my laugh. Like, hey, can I talk? I, yeah, it's like, make more money, honey. Really, James? Yeah, that's, really? That's Is how, that what the cool kids are saying these days? That's how I, that's how I roll. <laughs> Today, my social media manager, you're going to get this, talk about the kids. It's my social media manager, and she, she knows who she is, so she's going to hear this. She asked me if I follow Taylor Swift during the, the launch of her last album, and I just kind of looked at her. For a <laughs> She's like, well, you know what? You saw what Taylor Swift It was Swift brilliant. Did. I mean, we need to have a moment for Tay-Tay. Like, she <laughs> killed it. Like, if you weren't watching her, like, honestly, like, she is truly like second to Beyonce. And I don't mean like Beyonce in like the meme way. Like, Beyonce is a freaking gangster when it comes to launching. Like, I don't know if you if you knew. I don't know what any of these terms are. I'm just, I'm, I mean, like, well, yeah, because you say make more money, honey. Like, <laughs> God have mercy. Like, let's just, like, pray for James to get out of, like, nerd dumb, like, uh, purgatory. And welcome <laughs> into, like, the land of Instagram. No, but, like, one small thing. Like, it's a total gangster move. But Uber, five years ago, six years ago, mm -hmm. asked Beyonce to perform at one of their parties. And she charged, like, six million. And she said, I will trade my fees for stock. That six million turned into a hundred and thirty. Oh gosh, that's amazing! Million. million. Their IPO when their IPO went live. When it came to Coachella, like she was the headliner, she took a diminished fee so that she can have rights and broadcast her homecoming on Netflix and launch everything yeah. at the same time. That's, like that's it's just great like, business. Yeah, right it there. is. And Taylor is. I mean, Taylor's doing the same thing mm -hmm. in her own way. And so when we talk about launch theories, like your social media manager was basically politely saying, "Watch what she does because totally. she's killing the game." Yeah, no, I, and I just laugh because I'm like, 
you think I follow Taylor <laughs> Swift, right? Um, but actually, maybe we shouldn't say this on air yet, but she is actually, and I'm loving this, she's taking her whole strategy, Taylor Swift's strategy from Instagram. She had a whole Instagram strategy for the launch of her album. She's like, I can model and mimic this whole thing she's for, brilliant. for our launch. She's brilliant. Oh, totally. Like, amazing. Yeah, and it's because she's, you know, like half my age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, right? I actually, James, I actually think she might be even younger. Than yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, I, but Instagram, we're talking about... Yeah, we're going to talk about Instagram today. Yeah. And I just want our listeners to know, if you didn't know already... I love Instagram so much right now. I hate it as a person who wants to be productive, <laughs> but in, as, a, as a business owner, as a marketing tool, and I actually love it way more than Facebook. Yes. I don't like Facebook as a consumer side. Especially like, I see a lot more negativity on Facebook. I think we all do, right? And you go on Instagram and it's like, I don't know, it just seems so much more curated to what you want, not some, what just someone's complaining about. So I love it. And I've learned so much from you about it. And do you remember when I texted you one day and I was like, I have an idea for like a very different type of post. Nor up until that point, the only post on it, my Instagram sucked. And, <laughs> and we were at like 10,000 followers and now we're like hitting 50,000. So yeah. we've like... Oof. Yeah, your growth has been... You've seen my yeah. growth, oh, yeah, right? Are you proud incredible. of me? I'm so, I can't even... I didn't ever want to seem like it was patronizing. I just look at... Patronize what you, the sh- I mean, I just feel like what you guys have done, like the collective strategy, how hard you guys are working and just that grassroots, the thing that we're going to be talking about today, you guys are putting into action. It's freaking amazing. But it started with one post that I was, it was normally like, it was like, it was like my Instagram. I used to look at like my James's personal picture journal. Like, (laughs) here's what I had for lunch. I'm surfing again, guys. I'm surfing again. (laughs) Another sunset date night. Here's my wife. Here's me doing weird things and that was it that was yeah. it that was my instagram and it would get a, a hundred likes and mm-hmm. i was like super stoked and then i remember texting you and I, I think i texted you the actual image i was thinking of posting oh yeah and i was like and it was a it was like a meme quote yes and it was like a real weird looking image of me and then it had a meme and i think it was like when you realize entrepreneurship is an inside job and you gave me a very neutral answer in terms of like, yeah, you know, that's good. Uh, but, uh, but that was a turning point for us in terms of like how we saw Instagram differently yeah. and how we approach it. So I've learned so much from you. So I think we, you know, we're, we're very aligned with our, how we see Instagram and cool. the growth. You still see a lot of potential with it, right? Oh, a ton. I yeah. mean, at minimum 12 to 24 months is where it will absolutely be. Like when it comes from a promotional then it, that's perspective. That's it? And then it goes away? Um, well, it's it's hard to say. Like with the changing, yeah. with everything that's changing with Facebook that will no doubt have like a big, a pretty significant impact. Like what? What's some changes? <laughs> so a lot of the regulations, like I don't know if you happen to see Mark Zuckerberg's like presentation like a couple weeks ago where he started talking about the movement towards groups and away from pages. Mm. And he didn't come out and say that pages were going anywhere, but he definitely doubled down on getting active with groups because in groups, it's fully volitional. Like People have to go in and they can be removed, which is like a move away from like broadcasting and more community based where it's based on like trust and knowability, which has that similar factor to Instagram. So you see them moving towards that. And so however they like start putting out those like restrictions and you, I don't know if you also happen to see that Instagram started beta testing in Canada a couple weeks ago, removing the display of likes on your photos. Have you seen that? Did you I about that? felt like I heard a whisper that there was going to oh, be they, no likes on Instagram. Yeah, they've already beta tested it in Canada. Why? Why is that? What's the logic? Because what they're noticing is that people are posting things for likes. 
and there's like a different psychology. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, even the stupid things where it's like an image that's incomplete until you have a heart around it. Have you seen absolutely. those? Absolutely. That's like clickbait. That's like and bait. Th- well, and that's what they're doing. And they have like these third parties that were like kind of like slugs that will go through and like automatically like photos. And people are saying, well, if you buy the likes, it's making the platform irrelevant. It's tricking the algorithm. It's tricking the algorithm. Mm-hmm. And it's like tricking the algorithm from accounts that don't even really exist. So they have a bunch of stuff going on. And what they were noticing was that younger kids were doing crazier and crazier things just for the likes. And they just realized if we want to really drive community, if we want to drive like people knowing people, it's less about a popularity contest because then people would be like finding themselves liking a photo because it had already been liked instead of actually liking the photo yeah. and what they want to start doing is driving engagement by way of comments so they've beta tested mm-hmm. they've rolled it out in canada and i heard this fascinating interview with four different types of like businesses influencers people just the average joe and everybody across the board said that instagram was so much far of a superior experience when they weren't worried no about way. how the post was performing and they just went straight to actually talking to people in the comments this is so fascinating and i know we need to get into your stuff eventually one day we will but i have another question while i have you here there was the, like the biggest shift in instagram in my opinion was when it actually went to an algorithm yes and not just this natural yeah. organic feed what are your thoughts on that because i always loved that as a user experience that it's like i'm gonna get all the content from everybody i follow and that's it you like this newer way and it's just now changing the algorithm to different engagement factors. There's a, different, there's a difference between liking and understanding what's good. And I, to right. loop back yes, to conversations yeah. that we've had is like, as a visionary, you have to see things that other mm-hmm. people aren't saying. And so I firmly believe that like when Mark Zuckerberg invested in Instagram, he so, has so much foresight. And like what we saw happen like with Friendster or MySpace is that the platform became irrelevant when people could no longer trust what was actually being seen and known. And so what was happening is that people started abusing Instagram because they knew it was chronological. An account that was selling something on the platform would post 16 times a day and clog up a feed. And of course, people say, well, you can just unfollow them. But studies had showing that people weren't really taking the time to unfollow it and people would get annoyed. And so people like you and I who like post like once a day and our friends post like once a day. But the more that it started being used as a sales platform, Instagram saw immediately that the minute it becomes like QVC on your phone, that people were off the platform. So they said algorithm. Algorithm is going to determine what you see based on Mm -hmm. your behaviors. So what you and I, you and I can follow 100 of the exact same people. But when we open in our feed, we are going to see different things Completely. based on what we've commented and liked before. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes obvious sense. And, and I think you also bring up just an important distinction about our opinions about things like Facebook and Instagram is that I have two different opinions. There's the, the opinion of how it is now today as the business owner Absolutely. versus like James as a normal person that's a consumer and a user. Absolutely. And we have to take both of those. In. And I've heard people say the craziest things like, I hate Facebook, so I don't want to use it in my business. And it's like, great. You probably hate money too. <laughs> like, why would you do that? It's like, you can hate something. I hate using certain things for my own use. Right. I, I don't think I've written a post. If you go to my feed, like on my profile of Facebook, I don't think I have posted an update there in maybe two years. I don't use it. I don't use a personal thing. Groups, absolutely, like right. in all the time, right? But Do you use your page? Yeah, we use our page not yeah. very, very effectively. Not as much as I mean, I'm just like a huge... I mean, obviously, like I'm a huge fan of Instagram, but I have like a pretty strong following on Facebook and I'm posting like twice a day on Facebook because it's still mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah. And when you keep your audience hot, when we're running ads on Facebook, they're seriously so cheap because we're just basically retargeting people who've watched a video. Your or engaged, your engaged audience, your fans, all absolutely. that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And 
yeah, we, we try and leverage that as much as possible. Well, okay. We both love Instagram. You teach so much on it. Yes. You're like leading authority on it. And I want to drill in specifically while I have you here today, especially SOS selling on <laughs> social, what we can look at the importance of direct messaging. Yes. Like that's, that's why we love it the most. Absolutely. Like, Cause here's my thing. I'm just going to say this and I'm going to shut up and let you just take over the rest of it. Remember when like, okay. Texting like in marketing became a thing. Yes. Like text message marketing. Yes. And like, that's one of those things that has like this double-edged sword where like people, marketers all so, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in someone's phone. Right. And they're saying all these stats, like people open 20% of emails, but a hundred percent of texts. But then on the other side of it, like you probably get experiences of like someone sending you a marketing text. Yes. And you're like, I always come up with funny responses. Like I'll just write like poop emojis across the screen and send it back <laughs> and then unsubscribe. Right. And you do, you do that too, right? I <laughs> just unsubscribe. Oh, no, no poop emojis. You don't, you don't, you don't mess with them. Sending <laughs> no. you, what's the matter with you? It's just me. <laughs> just you. But you kind of like hate it, right? Absolutely. Right. And so, but you saw that there's some potential. Right. And then of course there was like Facebook messenger, but now what that's going away. Yeah. Right. So much of the functionality that's like right. pff, gone. Well, because marketers kind of ruin everything. Oh, they ruin everything. Well, they create everything and then they ruin it. Right. Right. Absolutely. They like, they, you know, because like if people weren't buying ads in Facebook, I don't know if like Facebook could sustain. You know, Absolutely. They got to pay for stuff. Right. So marketers do that with the advertising platform, but then they ruin it. Mm -hmm. We just abuse everything. Right. right. So, so there's like these potential in the concept and the principle behind it, but it just hasn't really worked. Then we see Instagram DMs. Yes. And it's like the best of those worlds without all the weird crappy stuff. And the purest of it. Yes. And the purest. In other words, to me, an Instagram DM conversation, which by the way, is just so weird to me. I have friends that have my phone number. They have my number and they prefer to message me in Instagram all the time. Because people are, studies have shown that 38% of Americans are on Instagram multiple times a day. When they nailed it down, it was four times a day that people are logging into Instagram. And if you think about the average workday, people are doing it in the morning, at lunch, and multiple times like throughout the day. Like, And on average, people are spending more than 13 minutes on the app at any given time. Studies also show that Jasmine Starr logs in how many times a oh, day? Oh, gosh. I would, <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm in Instagram all the time. I've been on Instagram four times since we started this episode. <laughs> I'm that interesting, eh? Uh, no, it's, I mean... It's just where people are. Yeah. So people don't want to I, navigate I, away from one app and two I go into another. Agree. Yeah, yeah, more. And it's crazy that here's somebody who has my phone number. We could just text anything you want. You could call me if you are want. Are you talking about... I feel like you're talking about me. You're talking Wait, about me. We have I, had Instagram <laughs> combos, haven't we? <laughs> what what are you talking about? You should actually read some. I'm like, and here's another GIF. Let me see what it is. GIF or GIF. Can you please, if you listen to this episode, can you DM me? Is it GIF or GIF? That's what we it, need. That's it, the debate. It has to be GIF because... GIF already exists as a peanut butter and I don't want to get confused wow. when we're Says talking. Says the guy who sends poop emojis. Right, right. <laughs> well, that, it's not poop emojis. It's actually peanut butter. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, Can I eat peanut butter again? Okay, wait a second. What is this that you sent me? We're going to reveal all the messages that Jasmine and I have. But let's get into actually. <laughs> wait, what is this that you sent me? Oh, I sent you. Oh, I said I'm going to get you this. It's the Game of Thrones Lego, Lego set. Kit. One million, <laughs> no, one billion pieces, and it's just brown and gray pieces. I thought it was really funny. That's hilarious. I know. I'm really, I'm really thoughtful of you, kid. You could have texted me like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, the the power of the DMs. We've we've conveyed that, and so you're going to share with us five 
sales conversations that can actually be had in the DM? Well, I think it's going to be super important to strip away because people could be hearing this and there's like a lot of resistance that rises up because it's a very popular thing for people like, I'm going to show you how to get the next thousand followers in the next week. Yeah. You know, I'm going to... And they sound like that when they say I mean, I, yeah. Or it's just like, you're the, use these bots, mm-hmm. use this like yeah. hack or this is like, it's when you are trying to become popular on Instagram, that's one strategy. If you're trying to have a profitable business, it's an entirely different strategy. It's less about having a lot of people and having the right group of people. And, and you've heard of all these stories and articles that have come out of all these like Instagram influencers that are flat broke, like living on their parents' couch. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that when you strip away what people look like on the outside, then you could just get real with yourself and say, what do I want to do on the platform and who do I want to serve? Mm-hmm. When you're asking those types of questions, the analytics, all that stuff goes away. And people always say, oh, the algorithm's out to get me or the algorithm changed again or there's shadow banning or there's this and why aren't people... I'm asking questions. What's shadow aren't. banning? Real quick. Sorry. Um, it was kind of like this... I'm being really theory. selfish. I'm like, no, I'm just going to get no, no, a free no. coaching session. No, no, no. It was, it was a prevailing theory that for accounts that were abusing hashtags, you would be shadow banned. So like, let's say that you would put in a very popular hashtag. Like actually... Make money. Exactly. Hashtag get more followers, hashtag more followers, whatever the case may be. Or like kind of just there was a there was a time where I was like slang words for like do your makeup or some random hashtag that there was like abused. (laughs) It was like abused. And so if you use it, hashtag your photo wouldn't appear in that hashtag. And so Instagram vehemently denies that it was actually happening. you You wouldn't actually know. Right. So what would happen was people, you wouldn't know because we would go. And then when people would log out of their account and then try to find their find, try to find their photo within that hashtag and it didn't exist. And then we found was actually a whole generation of people that couldn't spell. And that's all it was. <laughs> Unfortunately not. But Instagram vehemently denies it. But wow. studies where like a few things had been leaked that Instagram was testing like item and facial recognition within photos. So people were using popular hashtags to be discovered in a hashtag, but the photo wasn't related to it, which Instagram is <gasps> totally against. Because they're like the minute that hashtags Shut become irrelevant, people uh-huh. stop using them. And when people start using them, they stop yeah. on the platform. Yep. So Instagram's yep. making big strides. Now, all of this is Instagram has not come out and said that shadow banning actually existed. Instagram has also not confirmed or denied that they're using and investing heavily into the facial and item recognition. So if you are out on a hike and you decide to hashtag Kim Kardashian, that will likely not be shown. Although they haven't come out and said that yet because people are just trying to hack the big hashtags so that their posts get seen. I feel like this is like one sentence away from a conversation about the Illuminati. (laughs) We're just on the fringe of like... Do you see where I spend my time? Like, I'm a proud homeschool nerd. Like, I'm like, geeky statics, like statistics, analytics, like, watch me go. But I I love it. And now we're getting into like Instagram conspiracies. I know. know. They're currently denying it. Wow. I don't know all any of this stuff. Right. This is why, and James, you know, I've always said it is like slow growth is good growth. There is not not a hack that Instagram mm. will see. There is not a shortcut that yep. Instagram won't see and you will be penalized for it. Like it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. This is really funny. I know we need to get into this, but this is just a great conversation because our growth has been slow compared to anything else we've ever done. I can build 47,000 people on an email list in 30 days and it's taking a couple years on Instagram. But I look at the, there's a direct correlation with the quality mm-hmm. and that's yep. slow. And I like that because if everyone could just go pay for it Absolutely. and do it fast, then then it dilutes everything. Absolutely. So I, I actually think it makes it more pure. And you quality. know, you know, it's really powerful because the thing that I've seen is like people from different industries doing different things um, will repost like some of your posts in their stories, like 
that's basically the holy grail is the content that you're putting out. People are sharing it on their stories or sharing it on their feed. That is the clearest barometer that you've struck a chord or something. And you see that again and again. So you continue to create content that people want to share and you're winning the Instagram game because you're going to ultimately attract other people who resonate with the inspirational quotes, with the funny memes, with who you are, with your ideology. And in that case, that's why you've hit a stride of people who are like, hell yes, I'm here for James Wedmore. Yeah. But we're not doing it just for the likes because if we were, we would do some of those cheap things. Absolutely. You know, like I've I've just seen that where it's like double tap to complete the picture. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, And I did it once. (laughs) I did it once. (laughs) Hey, well, at least you own it because you know people on the internet will be like, James, they'll tag you in that post. What happened here, James? Uh Oh, boy. It's okay. It's like that one time they got really drunk in high school and you're like, I'll never do that again. You know? Although I never got drunk in high school. So oh. I know I, I seriously, I'm such an, I was I'm a legitimate nerd, yeah. but let's get into DMS. Like, okay. let's, because before we go there, I'm like, I'm used to crying. I'm like, Oh, I got stood up for prom. Okay. <laughs> I could top you with my, with my tragic high school stories, but that'll be, that'll I have doubt to be it. Time. I doubt it. One more. I doubt it. I got booed I, off the stage on my high school graduation here. You want to beat that one? <laughs> <laughs> You're crying for me right now. <laughs> Okay, but okay, we're gonna talk about this off air of why you got booed, and then we'll actually see if it's a legitimate okay, reason. But I'll, I'll still be recording. Because if you streaked and they booed you, I no, would no, 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 no. <laughs> There's no other piece of information I'm leaving out, other than I had just broken up with my girlfriend like three days before, and all her friends. Boo. Decided, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Are you having flashbacks? Oh yeah, that hurts. That was that was That's painful. Awful. That is awful. That, that is awful. Tough. But you know what? They, and because I'm W, by the end, people aren't even clapping anymore. They're like, hurry, this freaking show up. <laughs> but you know what? They booed you off that stage and now you have people clapping you on the stage. Look at me now. That's right, son. That's right. Okay. Instagram DMs. It's oh, like yeah. there's this resistance to doing something that seems wildly unpopular. And the popular thing right now is get a lot of followers because if you had more followers, you would have more customers. Mm-hmm. Er, yeah. That doesn't work. You need to make sure that the people you're ultimately attracting to your account could potentially be fostered into being customers once you do the work. Yes. Nothing comes to you. Nothing comes to you. You're a reflection of the thing that you ultimately desire and what you put out will come back to you. So what does this mean? It means that you have the ability to connect one-on-one with people and that takes time and it takes a little bit of elbow grease, but these people don't become fans. They become evangelists. I don't want somebody thinking I'm cool or cute or fun. I want them telling their friends and family, this is the reason why I follow her. She's changing my life. Mm. I'm inspired. I'm empowered. I'm helping. And I'm not saying that these are the ways that people are describing me. I'm saying that your evangelists will describe you that way. Yes. And so that's ultimately what we aspire to do. Now, before or anybody mishears me, and you make it very clear, there are bots that when somebody follows you, the bot will automatically send them a direct message. It says, hi, my name is X, and this is what I do. Feel free to drop me a line. I know that sending a DM of gratitude to a new follower is so profoundly effective and amazing. When it is automated, it is wrong because people can, like, sense it like as the founder of social curator i am in our facebook group every single day and people now know when they're getting hit with a bot specifically if you're not in your dm they're saying that they're talking about that in the group yeah they're posting a dm inside of the group and being like this is so fake does this person not know that it's actually doing a disservice and here's the ironic part was a member had followed an account and got immediate responses hi my name is x and this is where i'm from and i'm a social media manager and let me know if i can do anything for you tell me a little bit more about you she 
responded the minute she got that DM and hasn't heard back from her for three days. That's why bots are ineffective if you aren't actually being there to watch the cadence in which you're sending them. Yeah, because if there's no response, there's no conversation. Absolutely. And if for some reason, like one day you get in a hashtag and all of a sudden you get like, let's say 35 new followers and you send 35 DMs and you're not really watching it, you then Mm -hmm. become buried. It's like you lose the cadence and you lose the authenticity. And there's nothing worse that if you come back and somebody immediately thinks you're fake from the beginning, you have to climb out of a very deep hole. Oh, totally. Because people will tell their friends absolutely they're not going to tell they're not necessarily going to tell their friends when you're like being awesome and connecting with them absolutely it's when you're not but the complete opposite of that like if somebody puts in oh this is a great example mm. so a girl had followed a chiropractor in her neck of the woods okay and got back a message with her name hi we'll call her darlene her way her name was not darlene hi darlene noticed that you live in like the we'll just say fort worth area um, look like you had a great time on vacation. If you ever want to get aligned, come on in. Your first session will be 50% off and we're going to donate your finances to a recovery center here in the Fort Worth area. The so, whole thing? So yeah, free. she wow. gets a free adjustment mm-hmm. but, or she pays 50% of the cost and then that 50% would be donated so it's a great way to get her in the door, a great way to align the chiropractic clinic as a local resource. They went to her profile, noticed that she went on vacation and said, if you want to get aligned after coming back a long flight. So they personalized this message and she was like blown yeah. away. This is crazy that like, this is how simple it is. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also great because how many times do we hear people saying things like, well, easy for you, Jasmine Starr and James Wedmore. You've got a big list and you've got a big following. At the end of the day, I don't have the time to do all that. Yeah. Right. The person that has 300 followers who's getting five a day, three a day. Absolutely. Does. That's Absolutely. your competitive advantage. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you know that people in your sphere, people who are doing the same thing that you're doing, the same amount of time that you're doing with the same amount of followers, if you are doing something different than they are, that's wildly effective on Instagram, you're already ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. So why not do that? Yeah. So we've identified five types of direct messages that are highly effective. On and, the- and, 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 are these in response to somebody or these are pro like these are proactive? Like these are gonna be like a mix because we wanna make sure not everybody is not everybody is at the same pace, cadence, yeah. the, the types of businesses are different. Okay. But we have boiled them down to five types that have become really effective. Let's do this. Okay, so number one, this is the conversation starter. You wanna start a social conversation and build a relationship. This is not selling. There will come a time mm-hmm. when you sell. But how do you get somebody to know, like, and trust you by simply starting a conversation? This could be like, hey, I couldn't help but notice this. Nice to meet you. You get a new follower or you see that somebody had left a comment and then you go over to their account and you like a photo and then you DM them. Hey, I noticed this. That's really great. It's the exact same thing that you would do at a cocktail party. Number two, you want to introduce yourself. That DM is pretty novel, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I notice, and then we have seen within members of social curators that like, they'll get new followers and they think like, this is the type of person I would really like to work with. If that's the person you would like to work with, hey, introduce yourself. Totally simple. Because how many times too, when someone's in your DMs, be honest with me, do you take the time and you go to their profile? Oh, often. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I always do it. Because mm-hmm. I, by the way, even just like, it's the best market research tool I have. I'm looking at, yes. I don't take the time to message yes. everybody and say, thanks for following me because we're getting 150 a day, which is amazing. amazing. I wish I had that time to do that but every day i'm looking 
people who are commenting DM everything and I look at their profile and I'm like, who is this person? Absolutely. And I look at, I read their bio. I'll go to their website. I'll look at their pictures. It's market research. It is so, so, so true. Mm -hmm. And the best thing that you could do, um, off, um, quite honestly, is like if somebody goes through and recently like likes your photo or leaves a comment, the easiest way to create an effective DM is through that introduction. They leave a comment, you click on their profile, you like it, and then you send them a message and say, I noticed that you recently left a comment on my post. That number one, you're indicating, hey, I'm watching what's going on. And two, then you just say, I don't know if you noticed, but I am a photographer, I'm a graphic designer, I'm a dog walker. Just like, just dropping a note to say this hi. This is amazing because what most people do is only reply to someone's comments. Yes. But this is now, you wait a second, someone just gave you an opportunity to go into this DM, which is just a whole, right? Don't yeah. you agree that's a whole nother level oh, of absolutely. combo? Versus absolutely. Versus just doing comment Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, like somebody liking a photo is like, making eyes with you across the bar. Somebody leaving a comment is like buying you a drink. A DM is like, let's hey go on now, a formal let's, date. Let's, let's, this is a PG show here, <laughs> I said, let's go on a formal date. Okay, I'm a good Christian girl. Stop that right now. Drinking Kool-Aid, eating some cookies. Uh, the third type of DM would be a thank you. Pretty novel. But what if you could say thank you for following somebody commenting or somebody liking? Yeah, so as soon as someone follows, just doing that. Yeah, or... So people often say, oh, but people don't leave comments. Like, okay, well, why don't you thank them for leaving a like? And what we have seen again and again is that people say, hey, thanks for liking the photo. It's like, it means a lot to me or it means like something special. I'd love to get to know you. The next time they post, somebody's actually leaving a comment. Wow. So the just... fact that they reach out via DM is really like breaking down the barrier that that person is untouchable or unknowable yeah. online. The fourth type of DM is a collaboration. And this is not the collaboration where like, hey, I do X and you do Y, let's collaborate. What we consider a collaboration DM is putting you top of mind to be considered for a collaboration in the future. Like it's very difficult, like as a photographer, people would be like, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a set designer. I'm a clothing designer. We should collaborate. Like, I don't really know you. I don't yeah. really know what that is. So what happens is like you popping in their DM and being, I love what you do as a photographer. I'm a set designer. I'm a makeup artist. And I just love your style. I'm really inspired by it. Okay. And then a couple weeks later, DM them. I really love what you did at the last shoot. I could totally see if you ever are looking this, here's a color palette that works really great at sunset. You offer value, offer value. And so all of a sudden you become really familiar to that person by the mm -hmm. time of collaboration, because a collaboration is a really big commitment. It's either a time commitment totally. or a money commitment. And so when you are reaching out to somebody, you want to build that trust so that when you actually go to ask for that collaboration, they know you mm -hmm. and they really think that you've offered value. And then the last type of DM is a give. Now, this is the hardest type of DM. Hard is like a story we tell ourselves. Yes. So this is a this is one that's going to take a little bit of extra work, but they're the most powerful. And I experienced being the recipient of a give DM in the most profound way. I was traveling down to San Diego. I was going to be at a speaking event, and I was putting together an issue of social curator about Instagram DMs and the effectiveness, and broke down these categories. And on my way to the event, I'm going through my DMs, and somebody says, "I'm going to be at your event later today. If you happen to get there early, there's this really cute cafe that's all pink wall." and has great coffee, I really think it would be great for an Instagram post. That was a give. Mm. Did she work at the coffee shop? Did she sell coffee? Does right. she like pink things? Right. No. She worked at a hotel in the neighborhood and wanted to go to my event and she gave me information that made me look fondly of her without her ever having to pitch anything. But it was also in alignment with what's your values. Absolutely. Because if she would have given you a give of like, if you don't drink coffee and she's like, I know a great coffee place you should check out. You're like, that's great. I don't drink coffee. 
But Absolutely. she knows that looking for those sets and backdrops are important. To Absolutely. You. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be for some reason going to New Hampshire and somebody DMs you and says like, I know like New Hampshire's not known for their surfing, but there's this tiny little cove where you're yeah. going to get great waves. You would look at that and be like, whoa. I yeah. like this was awesome. And yeah. this person doesn't have to work in the surf industry. They could be selling coffee, yeah. but it's getting to know you in a personal way. Like when you can do that for your followers, you have profoundly mm-hmm. connected the dots for them. And then they become not fans. They don't become fanatics. They become evangelists. This to me, all of this, everything you've said is just like, it's stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid because at the end of the day, it's like you could basically reuse this and call it a book for like kids on like how to make friends (laughs) it's human interaction on the internet it really is because i see the i'm like taking the opposite of all of these things that i've experienced where people you know people will like it's that kind of give where it's the the facade of the give but then it's like oh it's actually you have like an ulterior motive and you start to get jaded you start to get skeptical you start to see right through it and then you just kind of like and you just see how ineffective it is. And these are so stupid, simple. Mm-hmm. And they're as simple as like, dude, just be a normal, decent human. <laughs> like if you wanted to make a friend, yeah, you know, and this is, it is the age of connection mm-hmm. and selling and connection go hand in hand, especially if you're coaching or teaching because you don't want to coach or be taught from someone you don't actually connect with. True. Can I, yeah. before, I, I know we're going to be looping this down, but can I give examples? Because people are listening and be like, yeah, but Jasmine, but how? Yeah. Like, oh, or, or people will say, oh, this, I'm, this is not for me. I'm not in this industry. Yeah. One really powerful tactical thing is that we had one of our members and she had put out a question on Instagram stories. And it was something along the lines of, have you ever, oh, Danielle, Danielle, Savalos said, I DM'd a woman who'd been viewing my stories for a while. She watched one of my, or she answered one of my polls. So I reached out to her about an upcoming group coaching program and asked if she wanted to book a call. She booked it that night and signed up two days later. So when you put polls out and people mm-hmm. put yes or no, you can go through and see people who answered yes, send them a DM yep. and personalize that response. And the other thing you can do is because, I, because we've talked about this, this strategy, you don't even need to do yes and no because the no is inherent in not answering at all. So if you have a hundred people True. see your story, you're gonna get three segments. You're gonna get people that answer one, answer the other, and then people that don't answer at all. So we do yes and hell yes. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Do you like van- vanilla ice cream? Yes or <laughs> hell yes, right? <laughs> because a no, they're not just not going to answer. And that's an easy way to say no anyways, oh, right? I love that. Okay, so two more examples. Well, oh, I, like, I like the number three. Denise said, I got a DM from a person who saw an ad I posted on Instagram. We sent a few DMs back and forth and she booked me the same night for my photography services. By the way, that $30 Instagram ad brought in almost $1,250 in sales for me via DM. It was so worth it. Now, last one. There was a girl who followed a local TV show personality in her neighborhood and she reached out to him via DM because he had said, oh, my family is coming in town. And she had said, I noticed that you don't have a lot of pictures with your family. I'd be more than willing to shoot your family. And he immediately asked her for her cell phone. Yep. They booked a session and it wasn't just for his immediate family, his Mm -hmm. mom and his sister and their family. So one DM turned into a four figure revenue stream for her. 
to a local TV personality who she thought was, I mean, not to, not to, but in layman's terms, she's like, oh, this is a big TV personality, like in my neighborhood. He's never going to yeah. respond to me. He responded to her that night and booked a session. Like there's just so much power in that personal connection and by putting yourself out there and showing that you're a decent human being. Just today, I paid someone $700, someone I found on Instagram. My wife and I, you're, you're of the same elk, love Palm Springs. Yes. We love mid-century modern. Yes. And we go into... Oh, HK3. Have you ever been in that store? They sell mid-century modern furniture. I'm pretty sure we have. And they had this, I uh, I think they had this, which I'm going to show you. They had this hanging in the store. Okay, I have to describe it. Yeah, you have to describe it. This is a a circular sign with bright pink, orange, yellow, orange stripes, but in the center of it, blue, green stripes that spell the word fun. And then there's white bulbs around it. So think of like a sun, but in the middle of it, it says fun. Yeah. So we saw that and we're like, we want it. And they're like, oh, we don't actually have any more, but you can go reach out to the artist directly. And they gave us his Instagram and we found all the other stuff that he does. And then I find out that he does these remakes of old Palm Spring hotel signs. James. And this is amazing. He, I, I messaged him and then he said, shoot me an email so I can get all your dimensions. I got the dimensions. I sent him a picture of the wall and he says, I'll make you a custom sign just for you. 700 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Just Instagram. This, I mean, I just feel like that's kind of like the perfect bow is that what happens is that Instagram is becoming a division of our online portfolio. Mm -hmm. And so the minute that you reach out to somebody, that's why I have to, that's why I firmly believe that all extension of my social media is now a division of my customer success path. Like if people yeah. are getting responses, like this guy made $700 because you found him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There are so much limitless opportunities for growth. The minute that you can personalize, the minute that you're timely and the minute that you show that you're a human being with good intentions at their end, like you show up for your people and they will show up for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I do want to end on a question. I hope you, you don't hate too much. What's an, a guilty pleasure account that you follow? Like what's what's an account on Instagram you follow that you oh, probably God. wouldn't tell everybody? Oh God, it drives my husband crazy. <laughs> I think he's going to like totally regret that I admit that I follow this account. And it's called Girl With No Job. And she is, she's a New Yorker. She's loud mouth, wild and inappropriate, <laughs> totally into like gossip this is, and this is your spirit animal <laughs> i mean she's kind of like she just says whatever's yeah. on her dang mind yeah. and she's curvy and she just loves the fact that she could just eat whatever the heck she wants and she talks about carbs and she built her entire brand on instagram and developed cult-like following and wow. she just finished a national comedy tour talking about what she talks about on instagram live it is crazy it's crazy that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And what's the, what's the account name again? Girl with no job. Girl with no job. Yeah. Who built an empire. That was like her, that was her whole thing. Like, I don't want a job. So I'm just going to have like opinions about stuff. And she started just getting a ton of followers, got a ton of sponsors. And she lives a very lucrative lifestyle in New York City. And she's traveling the world. And her comedy show was called The Dirty Jeans Tour. Because she has like, she goes live on Instagram and people started making fun of her jeans because she would wear like the same jeans. And she's this like owned it. They're like, oh, you have dirty jeans. She's like, I'm going to make millions on the dirty jeans tour. Like, she's oh, just irreverent. I love <laughs> I know. That. She's just extra, though. I mean, she's all kinds of extra. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> Sorry, JD. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you're like, why did you say that? <laughs> I know. So great. But we could all find out. We could just go to exactly, your account and see exactly, who you follow. Exactly. Uh, okay. So this has been amazing. 
so good. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Show up, be yourself, make connections and understand that eight out of 10 times people will not respond. But the two people that do this is going to be your opportunity to cultivate rich relationships. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Jasmine Starr, ladies and gentlemen, thank Thank you you for coming on the podcast. Not once, not twice, but three times. Three times. Five days. Three times a charm. Three times a charm. Sure is. (laughs) So again, we're going to link up all of Jasmine's stuff in the show notes for you guys to go follow her, hang out with her, connect with her. She's amazing. Clearly, you know that by now. So thank you, Jasmine. Thank Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business podcast. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Did you know 8 out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.